technology and acquisition to citizen services and mission execution. A culture shift is underway with federal government leaders increasingly seeking out solutions that disrupt the way business has traditionally been done. Here we connect with those government and industry leaders driving this change and driving the real results in support of their agency mission. This is Keeping IT Brief. I'm being joined today by Rita Breen. She's the Agile and Human-Centered Design Practices Director at National Government Services and Elevance Health Company. Rita, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, thank you. I'm glad to be here. So let's start with how can human-centered design, a human-centered design approach to IT modernization, help federal agencies maximize the value of TMF investments to ensure that CX projects enhance mission deliverability? That's a great question. The goal of IT modernization is to move away from those aging software and hardware and to really move into more innovative solutions that are like open source, cloud-based solutions. And the, the great thing here is there's an ability to really leverage human-centered design methods to improve that customer experience. So you're talking about really that future strategy. It's about transformation. So it's not just about selecting, you know, the next tool. There is an opportunity to really take a step back, really look at that citizen journey, really understand their needs. So we make very strategic software, hardware choices. If we think about those systems that have been out there, you know, 30 years, right? Um, and we're looking at updating them. One of the real opportunities here is often we find that those, those solutions have been customized and they're really working hard to try to meet that customer need. We really have an opportunity to kind of get in front and say, let's set that old stuff to the side. Let's re- invigorate that customer conversation, really understanding with empathy the needs of our customer, really having that strong foundation, and then looking at the applications, the software, the hardware, and saying, we're going to pick something that meets the need today and helps us, sets us up for future connection. There's a strong tie-in to say it's not just about upgrading technology. It's about delivering like a high-value product and service very quickly, iteratively, that really meets the citizens' needs. Okay, so what are some of the primary challenges when implementing a human-centered design-driven CX initiative, and how can those obstacles be overcome? In my experience, some of the challenges that I see can happen that, that we have to be mindful to overcome is moving to that customer focus and leveraging these human-centered design techniques really requires some management of, of change, right? That change management, because we're asking people not to just learn new tools. We're asking them to 
view their customer in a different way, to view the citizen in a different way, to ask questions, to do a lot of the heavy lifting and a lot of, a lot of discovery, right? And putting away our assumptions, really trying on that person's shoe, right? They're coming, they're calling into, um, 1-800-MEDICARE, what are they really going through by talking to people? I think we always cared about the person, but I don't know that we spent enough time connecting. And I think there's a change in management because you can teach a lot of the methods of discovery, but there is a fundamental change in the way that we have to view the people in these really pivotal parts of their life, right? Whether you're aging into, you know, benefits, you're in the VA, right? And you've, you've left the military. Like those are some really big life-changing events and we cannot make assumptions on their behalf. We have to talk to them. And so there's this really big upskilling and then there's that change management. Probably the other thing that I see as something that we can really overcome is breaking down the silos, whether it's in our own organization between departments, whether it is between agencies. We really have to break down the silos because from from a citizen standpoint, right, it's one experience. And so we have to come together. And that that requires a new way, right? That is honestly business agility, breaking down those silos, coming together and making sure we all understand who the citizen is, right, in that journey and being able to focus on them with that common mission, that common focus, that common kind of want to solve the problems. And that's hard because it means we have to work differently as an organization. And that's probably one of the hardest things we've we've siloed and we've become specialized in our areas, but really to focus on the experience. We have to really learn to work and embrace each other um, a little differently. And I think that really leads to in implementing, we talk about IT modernization, folks often will look at what are the software or hardware we're going to do. I think what we also have to do in this in this process is, is look at the processes that our organizations are using, whether it's the claims management process, whatever the process may be, we have to really take a step back and say, are we making things harder? How can we reduce waste? How can we improve our responsiveness? How can we connect deeply with the folks we really do care about, which is the citizen experience? Okay, so now in your experience leading human-centered designs initiatives at National Government Services, why do the human-centered design-driven CS projects deliver the greatest return on investment for agencies and citizens alike? believe it is because when you're when you focus on the user's experience and you have empathy and you have connection and you actually can empower them to be part of how the future looks it really means you're going to build the right solution it means that you're going to take in that feedback you're going to ask them hey Tell me about your pain points in this journey. Tell me about where you see our greatest opportunity. What could we do now to have make that better? And I think because we're asking those questions early in the, in the process, we have the ability to make decisions that will 
help us to make the right services and products available to citizens, right? So if I look at, I don't know, traditional waterfall type projects, which are very sequential, we do really gathering of requirements and understanding of the customer really late in the process. When you leverage human-centered design, you move discovery to the beginning. Move discovery to the spot in which you can make changes and you can make recommendations and and really that connection. You're going to build a better quality product that people are actually going to want to use that is actually going to make doing business with the federal government a better experience. It's taking away the assumptions that we always have and, and really leaning in and saying, tell me more about what you're thinking, right? Your experience, what's going on in your life. And that's going to lead us to building the right solution. And then, and then you, you keep that connection and momentum going the entire project. I, I think it's really great in the initiatives we've worked on in which we've leveraged human centered design. We often will say, you know, at the beginning, we're, we're interviewing folks, we're getting their ideas. Maybe we focus on the top three or four um, that have the biggest value and we can keep checking back in with those folks to say, this is what we came up with to solve that problem. What do you think? It is much more cost effective to do that early before you spend a lot of expense in purchasing um, hardware, software, you know, hiring folks. You can kind of validate those assumptions early and, and then you have built that connection. I, I think it, this is, I think, truly the game changer for the federal government. Well, Rita, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. For more episodes, check us out at govforum.io or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please subscribe, give us five stars, and share with your friends.